Hey Kirby Woods, we have one last question to consider in our series on why we should trust the Bible. And so here's what we've covered so far. One, we have accurate English translations of the Bible. Two, we have a reliable transmission of the Bible from the original Greek manuscripts to what we have in our Bibles today. Three, we have the right books in our Bibles. And then four, last week we looked at the biblical authors are trustworthy. So this week, this last week, we're going to conclude with the question, can we be confident that the events in the Bible actually took place? I think most people will agree that Jesus was probably a real person, that he lived in the first century in Israel. Maybe he was a wise teacher. But when it comes to the miracles in Jesus' life or the supernatural events that happened, I think a lot of people would say there's just not enough evidence for those things. Well, I want us to consider if that's really true. Is there evidence that these miracles actually took place? And to answer that, I want us to examine the most foundational miracle in Christianity, the resurrection. Because Paul says, if in Christ we have hope in this life only, we are of all people most to be pitied. But if the resurrection is true, that changes everything. So why did these early Christians believe that Jesus had been resurrected? Well, I think two reasons. One, they discovered that the tomb where Jesus was buried was empty. And then two, they claimed that Jesus had physically appeared to them after his resurrection. Someone might say, okay, well, there was an empty tomb and his disciples claimed that they had appeared to him. But I'm sure there's a much better explanation than Jesus actually rising from the dead. And a lot of people have tried to come up with better explanations to explain what happened. And last week I mentioned a few of those. Some people will say there was mass hallucination. And some people will say maybe it was wishful thinking. They just convinced themselves that this happened. But I want us to consider three more alternate explanations that skeptics give in explaining um, the resurrection and this event to see if those alternate explanations can actually hold up. So the first one, some people say maybe the women went to the wrong tomb and this was all just a big misunderstanding. Well, in response to that, if that were the case, the authorities could have just gone to the right tomb and they could have produced Jesus's dead body and it would all be over. Also, this would only explain why the tomb was empty. This wouldn't explain why the disciples actually said that Jesus had appeared to them resurrected. Okay? So I think we can rule that one out, that the women went to the wrong tomb. What about number two? Some people hold to the theory called the swoon theory. And the swoon theory says that Jesus didn't actually die, but he only passed out on the cross. And then later in the tomb, he was revived, and then he rolled the stone away and went to the, to the disciples. Well, think about what would have, have to happen, or what would have had to have happened, if that were true. Jesus would have had to have survived crucifixion, survived being stabbed in the side with a spear, then be in the tomb for three days without water or food, and then move the stone away by himself, and appear to the disciples and somehow convince them, not that he needed a doctor because he's bleeding out, 
but he would have to convince them that he was the resurrected Lord. Okay? So I just don't think that that's plausible. Well, what about number three? What if the disciples stole the body of Jesus and they made up the whole story? Well, I think this would not explain how the disciples went from being afraid and hiding in the upper room from the religious leaders. They were scared that they were going to be found out by these religious leaders. How they went from that to all of a sudden, all of a sudden boldly proclaiming that Jesus had resurrected and had appeared to them. That explanation that the disciples stole the body, it doesn't explain those things. Also, people don't die for a hoax. Yet, we know that the disciples claimed to have seen the resurrected Jesus, and we know that some of them died horrible, excruciating deaths based on what they believed. And then finally, think about the first century Jewish understanding of resurrection was that it involved all people on the last day. So this idea of one man, Jesus, resurrecting in the middle of history, that would be completely foreign to the first century Jewish understanding of resurrection. Yet, that's what they said happened. So I think all three of those you know, would point to the fact that this explanation that the disciples stole the body, it doesn't hold up. So each of these alternate theories fails at different places, which is why I believe the best explanation for all the facts is that Jesus bodily, historically rose from the dead and appeared to his disciples. And think about it, if the resurrection is true, that changes everything for us. That means that Jesus really is who he claimed to be. He's Lord and he's Savior. And that same Jesus who rose from the dead affirmed the Old Testament as Scripture. And think about the New Testament is all about Jesus. So the truth of the resurrection gives us confidence that the Bible is trustworthy. The Bible is true. So it means that we can trust the words of the Bible ultimately because we can trust the person of Jesus, the resurrected Savior. So I hope that what we've discussed the past several weeks strengthens your trust in the Bible and encourages you ultimately to read it, to study it, to believe it, and to apply it. And so I hope you have a great week, and we'll see you Sunday.